today on The Breakdown. It's an all-Russia spectagaganster, which is a way of saying you're going to love this. This is going to be one of the hands you talk about and you think about when you die. (laughs) This is going to be like, you know how some people think like, oh, yeah, my last thought is going to be of my child, of my spouse. No, it's going to be of this river play because it's going to change you. You're going to be transformed into a new person, a better person. You will emerge from your cocoon. Finally, no more inchoate, finally fully formed. It's two guys in Russia playing with five left in a WPT main event. There's 120K or so on the line. Let's do this with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. Did you say spectacular gangster? I think I did. I should have said Ganza, but I lost it, you know. The thing is, I thought we agreed that on this podcast we wouldn't use bigoted language. <laughs> well, sometimes I got to let it fly, Grant. You're just throwing off spectacular gangster now. Spectacular gangster. I did it again. <laughs> wow. The S word. I'm saying the S word. I, I can't believe it. I don't it. care. If you don't know who that's racist against, <laughs> by the way, listeners, then you're racist. <laughs> or, it's, or it's you. Or it's racist against you. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's Atlantic salmon. That's what it's racist against. E- Extravaganster? Is that what Spectacaganster. I Spectacaganster. See, it's so hard to if say. If you call a Pacific salmon that, it's fine. <laughs> but, but the northern but if, salmon? Like, yeah, if, if, if it was fished in Norway, don't, don't go there. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. My glip glops, you know? You can't say that else. either. <laughs> <laughs> that's illegal. Yeah, I know. I know. And I don't mind. That's the thing that's so, that, that separates me from you and all the riffraff. Grant. That you're, you're fine with racism? <laughs> <laughs> is that, that, that's what it is? Oh, I was going in a slightly different direction, but sure, yeah. Um, no, it's the, uh, it's the willingness to say what needs to be said. To call the Atlantic Salmon, uh, what is it? Spectacular Gangster? Gangster? Spectacular Gangster. Spectacular Gangster. <laughs> which, you know, it's possible. Ten years from now, this audio will be used against me in a court it's, of law. Yeah. And I say, bring it on! You just better hope Legal the system. judge isn't a salmon. Well, it depends on what Flopping kind of Flopping around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got a good chance to make it out of that one okay. You just got to wait for it to run out of air. Yeah. Or even just not understand English. That'll help, too. Or language in general, you know? You don't know they don't understand. You just I, know that they don't talk back. Well, that's good enough, really. I'll be like, Objection! And the, it'll be like it'll be like flop 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 flop. Yeah, and I'll be like overrule. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. I'll overrule my own objections and I'll have such go- dominance in the courtroom that they'll let me do whatever I want. Shouldn't you sustain instead of overrule if, no, you, have, if you have that power? If look, if you want to be the guy who everyone ex- you know where they see you coming, sure. But when you overrule your own objection, they don't know what to expect. It. What's going to be fucking evidence exhibit B now? No, that's that guy good, just fucking overruled himself. I don't think I don't think Sam Watterson even ever pulled that move in Law and Order. Yeah, I don't think he fucking would dare. That's right because the, he doesn't have it. Sam Watterson doesn't have the balls to overrule himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I I don't think everyone's supposed to be that strong of character. Like I would be, and that's when 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 the salmon was the judge. <laughs> <laughs> this is a normal podcast. <laughs> it sort of is, though. You For know, us it is. It kind of is at this point. If you're listening and you're like, "Why don't they just get to the poker content?" I got bad news for you, man. It's always going to be like you this. know. What's the great thing about people who have that complaint is, yeah, is at least for them. Oh yeah. 
what's great is that you can, it's a podcast and it's really easy to move around in it you and can yet, go find the poker. It's pretty fun. We still get complaints. Not often, but I definitely, we got an email not that long ago from a guy who was pretty upset about all the chitter chatter. And he's like, he likes the poker analysis, but really doesn't like the fact, you know, we fine. We think we're trying to be comedians. It's fine. I don't mind either. Yeah. No, just listen. Like I fast forward certain parts or skip certain parts of podcasts, which I think are dumb. Yeah. Like, you can do the same, but then you're missing out on life changing shit. Yo. Yeah. That's all. Deck against her. <laughs> I mean, who, who doesn't know about this? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. It seems like you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 I did not. Spectacaganster. So let me just try to say it. Spectacaganza. See, that's what I should have said. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, because then people would get it. <laughs> I mean, it's like a spectacular extravaganza. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, that makes sense. And uh, I'm sure it's, it's incredible, this thing that he's describing now. It is a tournament that is from 2021. It is live, and it's in Russia. Yeah. It's the first I've seen people playing since COVID in a tournament setting. There's cash games. We have poker time with masks and stuff. Yes. And, but I haven't seen tournaments on TV with masks yet, so I guess that's starting to come back now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, certainly they're running a lot of poker tournaments in general, but yeah. the mask thing is, yeah, it feels new for, for us. It is even less TV you know, friendly. Yes. With the masks on, I must say. Hopefully, eventually that will go away. I, we'll I expect it will. Be able to. Although the online wizards probably love that shit, you know, less to try to oh. normalize about your face and everything. I mean, anyone who's a tell box, although most tell boxes don't really know their tell boxes, yeah. right? So, but yeah, the, kid, the kids who worry about that, the online wizards who worry about that, now they don't have to worry about it. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's like when I go to the grocery store and I just like. Love it. You can't help but muttering all these bigoted remarks under your breath. What and, is- and sometimes people can see you muttering it and they'll start listening. But if they can't see you, they don't actively listen. They don't realize or maybe they don't realize it's you who's doing it. Well, definitely. The second thing. Why does it always have to be about me and bigoted remarks? Why can't it be me making other kinds of remarks that are offensive? Okay. Misogynistic. I mean, that's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Winning like, over the audience right now is what no, we're doing. I, why? Why do you have to? Why do you always gotta go to that though? Like, what are you talking you about? Always. Ra- you always go to racism. When? When have I gone to racism? I mean, we have multiple examples today on this podcast. Okay, that's and there you are. When? When? Look, Mister. What were you lying then? Or are you lying now? You're. Th- it's a courtroom. You're th- I overrule myself. <laughs> you're the guy who's always trying to paint me as an anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, this, Jew, is what, this is what this podcast is all about. If the Jew fits, wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're allowed to say that. I, I can know. say it. I'm Jewish. It's yeah. completely fine. Now, if I was not Jewish, it would be very cool. Be like, is that okay? And maybe it's not, actually. But as a Jew, it, it, I can't mean it in a bad way. And you, I don't. You can. I can, but I don't. I was just meant it because it sounds like shoe. That's the only way. I, and that's a funny thing to say. I didn't mean it in any other bad way. Now, I can <laughs> think of all the really bad ways that could sound, and I'm actually kind of horrified. But... That's fine. I didn't mean any of those, obviously. I, it's, you're, you have the protection of being Jewish. I Congratulations. Myself, I cloak myself in the, in the shroud of Judaism, and so no one can come at me. Is that a real thing, a physical object? The shroud of Judaism? <laughs> it sounds so. real to me. I hope it is, because and I will buy one if it is, assuming they're cheap. <laughs> not- to me, it doesn't seem like a <laughs> fungible thing. And it's not, an NF- it's not an NFT. It's a mm. physical, non-fungible, like religious icon type of item. Mm. You know, this mm. is what it seems like. Yeah, sure. But, you know, there could be but lots of But you could buy them. one. There could still be lots of them. There were like 12 disciples or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't there be 15 shrouds of Judaism that you cloak yourself in? And I would want all of them, by the way. I need to cloak myself you in all 15. You have to control the market. Yeah, yeah. Once you, you know, that's the onion, the onion thing from Chicago, right? 
What is it? These guys like bought up all the onion futures or something like that. Oh, right. And this is uh, that's why the monopoly laws are in place. Basically. Just for onions. Hmm. It's only for onions in Chicago. There's like laws, all the other, you can do basically anything you want commerce wise or all the other stuff, but onions have all these very special laws because this, these two guys like bought up all the onion futures and like tanked the market and like they, and then bought up all the onions and then sold them all, you know, with, and then so we're able to sell all their futures at like, and like got insanely rich doing this. Smart scheme. Yeah. I don't even really understand it clearly because I don't understand how that, how that yeah. works, but they did it. And good for them. Good for them. When was that? Like 1800s? Yeah, I'm going to say early 1900s. Okay. Pre-depression pre era is my guess without knowing because <laughs> it's more fun to not know. All right. Let's uh, guess without knowing about this hand. Now. Russia. I thought you were going to keep going. I thought that was like oh. the beginning of like a uh, nature documentary it, or something. Oh, yeah. Russia. A picturesque landscape that, that's cold. <laughs> uh-huh. Is that how they do it? David uh, Attenborough? I think he... Usually has better phrasing. <laughs> it's quite cold on the Russian landscape. Like that? That's could be a sentence in a David Attenborough. I sounded like him, right? You sounded slightly more British than you normally do. Thank you. Does that count? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. And okay. everyone who's listening is like quietly nodding to themselves. Yeah. Like, am I watching Planet Earth <laughs> right now? <laughs> if only there was nature in front of me, I would really have something. This is an idea for the listeners then. Turn on a yes. nature documentary, put it on silent. And listen to this podcast. It'll line up perfectly. <laughs> kind of like that whole myth about Dark Side of the Moon and the Wizard of Oz. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that myth. Yeah. It's apparently a well... Why, it's widely circulated, but I think it was basically debunked as a myth. It's almost never true. Stuff yeah. like that. How could that be true? Yeah. It's insane. Right. I don't even know it, and it's insane. <laughs> Probably what happened is a bunch of people did that in the 70s while they were on certain substances. Yeah. And they were like, what... Oh my God, he's singing about her, probably that type of thing. Um, I don't know, but it, uh, it's there's no chance it's true, and I don't even I haven't checked. No chance is pretty strong. I'm going no chance for 500 hours. All right. Speaking of pretty strong, yes. Let's get to this hand. There's okay. some strong plays in this hand. Let's do it. Uh, we got we got a 19 year old in this hand. Maxim. This kid was just born, basically. He's 19. He was born. So he was born in like 2000 or 2001. Or maybe 2002 even, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, you're not a barely listening to you. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that we're talking about a player who was born in the 2000s. That's just because you're old. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were younger, it wouldn't feel like that. So who's, who's young? Nobody's re- young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter is months old. Yeah. She's not young. She's, she's a baby. Three months old. She's right? a baby. She's basically a different species. That three doesn't half, count. Three and a half months yeah. old. I think she counts as young different species although you know among toddlers and among infants she's not really young anymore she's the she's the wizened one yeah she knows stuff yeah she could probably she probably do a better job than the fish anyway at at the you know as a judge at this point i think that's true she can probably if you put it in her hand she could hold a gavel for a second or two i mean she cannot hold a gavel she can make eye contact and she can make noise i mean she's got the fish on all those fronts yeah you know we get some feedback from her at least so it's like is it overruled and then we could decide, we can try and interpret it, what's going on. Well, it on. depends on if she pees, shits, or spits up. <laughs> you know what I feel bad for right now? What? I feel bad for the listener who was like, I fast forwarded until they started talking about the hand, and God damn it, they got me. Yeah, we always get them. <laughs> we got them every time. All right, let's do it. Okay. So, as I mentioned, it is 2021 March when this tournament takes place. So, you know, smaller field because they're playing live poker. You know, yeah, people... 200, 251 entrants. Yeah. 
but uh, still playing for 161k up top on a $3,300 buy-in, which is you know pretty good return on investment there. Sure. Over in Sochi, where those Olympics took place, Russia, Russia, the final frontier. Is that what? Is that how no. it goes? No. <laughs> what What is the final frontier if not Russia? It's well, I mean, technically, it's space. Bro, we know more about space than we know about the deepest parts of the ocean. So is that not the final frontier? Do we actually know more about space than the deepest parts of the ocean? I'm going to check. I know people say dumb shit like that, yeah. but that can't be true. Think about how we don't I'm even sure, know. I'm sure we could find a metric where that, where that makes okay. it sound true. Like We don't even know if there's an end to space. We have, <laughs> we have more of a cartographic sense of where things are in our galaxy than we do in the deepest part of the ocean. Maybe, maybe it's like... That's how, a very unfair I comparison. I know. I know. But okay. Back to Boca. You've got to get James Cameron in one of those little submarines down there. Yeah, he loves we'll that. Figure that out. All right. Anyway, fifth is 43,500. First right. is 161K. Okay. Cool. We got, we got the 19 year old kid named Maxim. Cool. Unsurprisingly, he doesn't have much of a hand in. He's 19. Yeah. Give him a break. You know, give him time. He's got three and a half million in front of him. The blinds are 30K and 60K. He opens to 120K with Ace of Clubs, Queen of Hearts under the gun, five handed. Seems fine so far. Yeah. Then we got Vanoush, who, when I saw the hand, before I really knew what happened, I was like, this guy seems like he might be a bad player just by how he's holding himself and stuff. And then the way the commentator is talking about him was like trying to be very nice mm. about it. He's like, well, sometimes Vanoush plays, you know, wider ranges, you know, stuff yeah. that you say. So Vanoush, I think, is an amateur. I think we can establish that Vanoush is probably okay. an amateur. He's got 1.5 million. In the cutoff with King Jack of Clubs, he makes the call. Is this a mistake automatically? There is a 10 blind stack in the big blind, by the way, and another 14 blind stack elsewhere. He's got 24 blinds, Vanoush does, um, and King Jack of Clubs in the cutoff when the kid with a bunch of chips opens. Should he be three betting or folding? Um, mostly yes. Uh, I really don't like it in the cutoff, too. I, I prefer it on the button if we're going to flat. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the big blind is, is an easy call if we want to call from there, but like, this feels like a three better fold spot more so than the button at least. I, we're, we're, we're the cutoff, but we're also plus one, right? Because yeah. the kid is under the gun five handed. Exactly. So the it, other, there's a 14 blind stack and a 10 blind stack. Both of those could shove. What are we going to do? We're just going we to lose. We're just going to lose two blinds if they shove. Well, if the 10 blind stack shoves and the kid folds, we are supposed to call for, for sure. I guess we have to call. I don't think that's true. Based on the way people are playing tournaments these days, you know. Like, well, I said supposed to, not yeah. like. Like, I mean, think about the math on that though. The kid shoves for ten blinds. There's is he in the big blind? The ten blind stack? Yeah. Okay. So there's the, there's already fourteen and a half blinds in there when so it comes we have back to, call to us. Eight. It's eight to one, fourteen and a half. We've got King Jack of Clubs. It's sort of insane to fold. It is, but based on how it will affect our stack, you know, there yeah. there could be theories that would convince me that it would be okay to fold. I mean, I guess it would depend on sort of like what our plan is, like what our overall strategy is. Yeah. Like are we playing to win? Or are we playing to like, you know, and, and actually what that means too in terms of how good a player we are. Like some, a good player could decide to fold because they don't want to lower their situation, you know, lower the, they want to lower the variance. Um, a worse player would play to win by calling, right? Because yeah. they want to up the variance. So this guy, in theory, should be calling probably to up the variance based on the, the little bit that you've been saying about him. If I was right. guessing. But anyway, you're, I agree. This doesn't seem to be a great plan, especially with the 10 and 14 blind stacks behind us. Probably we shouldn't be three betting. We should probably just fold, but we it could three bet It feels so it. nitty to fold King Jack of Clubs anytime you have it. And I this, mean, this, by the way, the Maxim, I read about him. He was apparently insanely aggressive. Oh, yeah. So then we could definitely three bet, actually. Yeah. And you know, it's going to be really hard for the 14 of 10 blind stacks. 
to put their chips in without a premium hand. We just have to find the right sizing where we actually get to fold the kid out enough and we don't blow up our stack if we get shoved on because we're not calling a four bet shove from the kid, right? Oh, the kid we're definitely not calling with. So, no. like, what do we make it? Six blinds? Just hope that he folds on a 3x three bet in position? I mean, we can make it six and a half, but something like and that. And then we just fold if he shoves and Fuck it sucks. Yeah. We 100% yeah. fold if he shoves. A million percent. Fold. Yeah. That seems better than calling. Yeah. Because then, like, yeah, then, because the thing you really don't want is the fucking, the 10 blind stack to wake up with king, queen, and go with it, which, yeah. which they really might if we call, and if we three bet, they're going to fold. Yeah. And if they have ace four, same thing. Like, these are really bad spots for us to have to be in when we, we can eliminate most of them. Yeah. And also, like, we now invite the big blind to call for one blind, even though it's, you know, he's short, like, probably going to call with most of his range anyway, right? Like, so much better to three bet. I like that we talked this through. I already thought it was better, but Jesus, it's better. Yeah, or fold, which feels nitty, but... It, it does, especially this kid's opening yeah. a lot. Vanush is going to call. Okay. In the cutoff. He did it. Folds to the big blind, the 10 blind stack. Vladimir, he's got jack eight of hearts. He's going to call yeah. for 60K because you have to. Of course. Yeah. The pot is 450K. So Vladimir is left with about like a pot size bet, a little bit more, uh, the guy in the big blind. Mm-hmm. The flop is six of diamonds, ten of diamonds, deuce of clubs. Nobody hits anything. Yeah. And it checks through. So I want to talk about this mostly from Maximin Venusia's perspective, not from Vladimir's perspective. Vladimir is done if somebody bets. Who cares? He was just trying to hit. Yeah. Should the kid be betting to protect with ace queen here? Six, ten, deuce, two diamonds. I mean, he doesn't even have a diamond in his hand. He's up against the old guy who called and the, the big blind. This board is clearly better for them. He's out of position. I think it's fine to check and not not just take shots no matter just, what. Just not put another chip in the pot if somebody bet. Like if Venus bets, we're just folding. I think so. Yeah, I think I think we just give it up and move on to the next one. We put two blinds in. Who cares? That's how that's that's how I would think about it. You can make the opposite case, which is like there's a ten blind stack and a fourteen blind stack, and like someone's going to really have to want to go for it right now. You know, you can put a lot of pressure on people and bet. But I think mostly on this board, I just want to check. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. What about Venush though? He's got the aggressor checking to him. Mm. The big blind is going to shove sometimes if yeah. he has anything, like, uh, before we even get to act. He, he might just do the old stop and go. It's kind of the, a good stack for it. So should we be taking a shot with King Jack as equity protection and also to get the kid off of ace queen and hands like that? By the way, that's not a stop and go. Stop and go would be to shove when it's before they act. Yeah, like, that's what I said. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying like he was check raising a stop and nope. go. No, my mistake. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm not an idiot. Well, I'm one of the poker guys. You're racist, but not an idiot. That's what you're saying. You're, no, no, you're not racist. You're anti-Semitic. You're not an idiot. That's you're just trying to change. Yeah, trying to change the narrative. Yeah, okay. This is remember that show, that podcast where Grant was really anti-Semitic and they talked about it the whole time. That's what I want people to say about this one, this episode. Great. Maybe they will. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes, I think I think we've done it. All right. So we have to assume that at least sometimes, if Vladimir has a piece of the board, the big blind, that he's going to do a stop and go. So we're right. not super concerned about him check shoving. Although it's possible. He's going to be check-shoving some, but I don't know if we have to bet very big. If, we, if we're a Venusian, we want to take this down. We could bet two blinds, right? Yeah, do we, we imagine that the most of the time Maxim is going to bet if he has a piece or a decent hand on this board, right? Most of the time. Like yeah, has, I mean, I don't know what he's doing with two sevens. I think he's probably betting two sevens. Probably, right? yeah. Like, that's, that's a pretty good spot. If he has five six, he's probably betting it. Yeah. Because, like, just for protection. Yeah. And he has enough of something. He blocks some things. It seems better. Probably. He doesn't want to give a free card to both players. Yeah. I think we should bet two blinds. Or, or check and just be not interested. That's okay, too. 
We don't have to, we can just stay out of it. They're two short stacks. We can put no more chips in. I think those are your two options. They're both reasonable, but like those should be the mindset. The mindset should be like, let's take a stab or I'm, I'm not interested unless I turn a monster, you know, turn top pair or an open ender or something. Well, yeah, I think, I think Venus should bet. That's, that's kind of where I'm landing here. I think King High is not really good enough against Maxim's range. I think Maxim's hand is kind of face up. Now, maybe Maxim has this really nuanced game that I'm unaware of, and he's like going to show up with a ton of random shit that you would never expect. Maybe. But it feels like Maxim has a lot of hands that are slightly better showdownable hands than ours, and we should at least give ourselves a chance to win the pot against those hands. And we hit this board pretty well. We have Ace-10 suited. We have Jack-10 suited. We probably have King-10 and Queen-10 suited, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Maybe probably have nine, ten suited. We might have like sevens, eights, yep. hands like that. Yep. We can have like powerful draws, like weak draws, whatever. We can have like, you know, the ace, nine of diamonds and yeah. stuff like that, which like, are you really going to try and take me off this hand? Like, do you want to try? I'm the old guy, man. I'm, I'm just going to go with it here, you know? Yeah. Um, kind of stuff too. So yeah, this is not a bad time to bet. The only person we have to worry about is the big blind. We can bet small enough that the big blind shoves, we fold and we lose yeah. two more blinds. By like, the way, we have, here. we have two back doors, so that's like a reason that everybody yeah. loves betting. That is true. And we have got overs. We can, and it turns out, by the way, if we hit either one, that's good. Especially the jack, because then we're going to get all of the big blinds money, because he has jack eight. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I actually prefer a bet quite a bit from Venusia. Of course, we'll never get the big blinds money because if we bet, the big blind's going to fold. But anyway, no, but I, yeah, but I true. feel you. But I mean, I feel if you a jack bet. comes though, and we haven't bet, or if he calls with jack eight, which you know <laughs> we don't know anything about Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, I, I I think you're right. I think this is probably just a good bet. Like the big blind, as you said, sometimes he's going to do a stop and go. Maxim's almost always going to bet his stronger the stronger parts of his range. Here. And even if Maxim is something like a six, he's probably going to bet it right. So hands hands so. that would sometimes be check calls feel like in these scenarios, often bets. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually true, but my guess is also, again, reading how aggressive he's been. Yeah. Now, maybe we assume because he's been so aggressive that when he checks, he actually has a reasonable showdownable hand, which he sort of He does, does. have a reasonable showdownable hand, but, but not that. But he can't, like, take a lot of heat with this hand. Like, if we bet two blinds, is he going to call? Maybe. Maybe. With ace-queen? Maybe. But he might just fold that, too, because, like, do I really want to go down this path? I'm out of position. I got no, I got no back doors. I got nothing going on. He's got, he does have a back door, but it's not a good one. You're right. The back, yeah. back door Broadway. Yeah. I'm sorry. But no back door flush. Yeah. Like, out of two blinds, you might talk yourself into calling you're getting four to one. But you could just be in so much trouble. You could be reverse dominated so easily. Well, the, the beautiful thing about betting from Venusia's perspective is that he does have two back doors. So, yeah. you know, he has plenty of cards that he can feel super comfortable continuing on. Right. And he doesn't have to continue on everything. Yeah. Just kings, jacks, queens, and a club. Yeah. Those are all very reasonable continues. Nines, too, maybe. Maybe a nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's not crazy. But, yeah. So two blinds. Two blinds into six and a half. What do you think? Yeah. I think you should do that. I think so, too. But it checks through. Oh! I'm upset about that. I, I know. I'm not upset about nitrogen sports poker. What, what? And all of the wonders it can bestow upon you. Wonders! Yes, the wonders. I'm agreeing with you. You are, but you're doing a bad job. Wonder! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, you know what? It's growing on me. Yeah, wonder boy! <laughs> boy wonder! You know? Can you eat a whole loaf of wonder bread? Absolutely! <laughs> Nice. I love it. If you toast it. I only like it if it's toasted. You don't like plain Wonder Bread? No. But toast me some of that shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what they say on Nitrogen when they're talking about the Poker Guys monthly tournament. Toast me some of that shit, baby. <laughs> shit. It's really good. It is the greatest tournament in the history of the world, basically. I mean, that's, that's strong, but it is perhaps it is perhaps the greatest iterated value in poker. In the history of poker. 
Iterated value, we said. Yeah. Maybe not. In the, the history event. of poker? The main event is probably the greatest iterated value. The main event, if you're Doyle Brunson in the 70s and 80s, how oh about that? Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Fine. Well, <laughs> the greatest current iterated yeah. value best in poker. And the reason Yoda for is. that is that they guarantee 1,000 buy-ins, which is 100 millibits, yeah. uh, which means it's 0.1 millibits to buy-in, if you can do that math. And they only allow up to 300 players in. That means there's always at least a 700 buy-in overlay with the price of Bitcoin as it is. That means it's a lot of extra money in the pot. It's like 3,800 bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that, depending on whatever the price is. Yeah. But that's pretty damn cool. That means there's a lot of money in there. That means you can be a bad player and still be plus EV. You are plus EV no matter... If you are the fish who is presiding over the trial, you are plus EV. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> like, Even if it's your last last attempted breath, you know, like... The, yeah, just fall, on the key, just fall on the mouse and whatever you click, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's plus EV. Yeah, congratulations, fish. You've won the tournament. You, you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Nitrogen, of course, has other poker. It has sports betting. It has casino games. Make sure you use the link in the description when you sign up for Nitrogen or you won't get access to the tournament. Use the link. Use the link. All right. Let's get back to Vladimir Maximin Vanush. Okay. Sounds like a Russian sitcom. Hey, a um, little inside baseball. Do we have to do a second ad in this podcast? No. We don't? No. Just checking. No. Great, great to know. Yeah. It's great for you and it's great for me. Yeah. And the listeners. And the listeners. Yeah. Well, let's just do this one ad then and move on. Should we do a second one now just for fun? We could do fake ads like we used to do oh, on our other yeah, show. Oh, yeah, we do that a couple times. Maybe we'll Maybe do we'll it. Maybe we'll do it. We'll see. We'll no see no what promises. The, what the vibes are. Yeah. All right. The turn is the four of hearts. So the board now reads six of diamonds, ten of diamonds, deuce of clubs, four of hearts. Nobody has anything. Yeah. Vladimir is jack eight of hearts in the big blind. Maxim, the aggressor, preflop, has ace of clubs, queen of hearts, and Venush has king jack of clubs. Vladimir checks. Maxim's going to do something that I think is probably pretty good. He bets 65K equity denial into 450. Thank God it's so small. Is it too small? I'm afraid it's... It, well, let's think about it. We're not folding out a pair, any pair, right? That's not, so the, we're legit, that's not the plan. I hope not. So we're legit just doing equity denial. I mean, taking this line, are we planning on folding out a pair with a normal size bet anyway? Maybe a deuce. We might fold out a deuce. We might fold out a four with a normal... A deuce anyway. We got a shot at a deuce. That's it. A deuce from the big blind, I guess? Yeah, unless unless Venush can have like ace deuce suited. I think it's really unlikely that either of them has a deuce at this point. Having like Vladimir checked twice, Vladimir is probably going to bet a deuce uh, by now. Turn card, yeah. yeah, that's true. So yeah, I think the sizing is actually pretty cool. Like we might get called, but it's most likely going to be by a worse hand than what we have. It's also so cheap. It's just okay. You know, it's like just fine. Like whatever happens, it can't be that bad. And like, sometimes we're going to fold everyone out for 65 K. It seems pretty good. Yeah. Like you said equity denial is, is the nuts. But if we want Venus to fold King Jack of clubs, which we do, we know, do. That's, that's a better result than getting called yeah. or raised. We should probably make it a little bit more, right? Like 100K, maybe really? just give us a better shot. I mean, King Jack of Clubs should absolutely fall for 65K, shouldn't it? With a guy behind him still. Maybe I'm saying this because Farouche calls. Yes, I feel like that's what's going on. Because like, surely it's cheap, but you have the King Jack of Clubs and nothing going on on yeah, this you board. Get, How can you call? There's no more back doors to be had. The small blind or the big blind is still in the hand. Like, he's probably folding, but what the hell? Like, why would you want to put more chips in right now? You don't have anything. There's two short stacks. You don't have a huge stack yourself. Like this feels like an easy fold for any amount of money. Any anyone breathing on the pot should win this pot against us with our king jack. So why doesn't that happen? Well, it started when he was six years old. Okay, and he was tricked. 
He, wanted, he thought he could kick the football, and she pulled the football away, and he, he looked stupid, and he thought, I will never be tricked again. Mm. I will not be fooled. I will fool them. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Won't get fooled again. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Some people got that. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's why. It's just six-year-old trauma. Okay. Propping up. I guess there no poker analysis is needed then. It's just six. I mean, there is no other reason to call, right? Except you were traumatized as a child. No, it's you're football. just a bad player or you are. But why are you a bad player? Like now, to be fair, he might not be a bad player. He might be. It, okay. Signs point to yes. But um, it's possible we would see Makita Badzikowski do this. I'm, I feel like this is something we could see one of the top pros do and if, we'd. We do our best to like. If Makita Madzikowski called, be like, well, you have to bet more. He's always going to call with that <laughs> hand in that spot. You know, I'm, I'm afraid of what we might say because we'd be like, well, Makita did it. It's got Yeah, be which right. is what I'm trying to hedge against yeah. right now. I'm trying but to- that said, no, this is just a bad call. I don't think we'd really say it about Makita. We'd start to and be like, no, how can we justify it? That's what I like to believe. Yeah, the thing about the way Maxim has played this hand is that I think it probably doesn't matter, but it seems very face up. I think Maxim looks like he has ace high completely. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and so we have King high and one card to come and no back doors or draws. What would we call like what right. values are in calling like raising or folding. Both of those make a lot more sense to me. Than folding calling. makes the most sense because raising doesn't make any sense. Like for if, if, if Maxim is willing to follow reads, you know, and like, it's like, what, what hand are you checking back to flop and raising the turn with pocket force? That's it though. And six, four, suited, he's probably maybe. betting fours a lot of the time when he gets checked to in position. Probably six, four suited. Maybe. Those are the only two things I can come up with. Three, five suited, which just turned a miracle straight. Yeah. All That's of these it. things are likely to bet the flop. Yeah. Or not be there at all. Yeah. 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 Like, is he really even calling with flatting with pocket fours and 25 blinds and two short stacks? Yeah. Maybe not. Which is why you have to give up rather than raise. But calling is the word. Like, do you agree that, that Maxim looks face up? Like, he's got an ace most of the time? Yeah. It feels like he's got big overs. Yeah. He could, he could have king high also, but I feel like he's got something like that. Yeah, but he usually doesn't have king nine, not too often. Oh, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. No, we're not doing well against this king high. Here. Yeah. Like he, it's king queen or a chop almost yeah. always here. Yeah. So that's not good. Or, or of course, all the ace highs or whatever else. Like yeah. we're doing very poorly in this spot. Yeah. Like we could raise if we want to tell a bad story and it's like, it's fine that we raise because the kids face up and is he really going to go for it with ace right. high? Right. Probably not. Calling is way worse. Yeah. No, a raise is okay. It's very unlikely the big blind's going to stick around if we raise. Like, yeah. if he suddenly says all in, we can, like, cry. We also don't have to raise very much. You know, he made it 65K. We make it 170. It's still really cheap. I don't know. That's maybe too cheap. Maybe he calls with ace high. Maybe. I mean, really, we should just fold, though. Like, we shouldn't have called preflop. Probably should have threw it then. We probably should have bet the flop. Now, we should just fold and not deal with this. We have two short stacks. Come on, man. ICM. Let's go. Yep. Well, Vanush calls. Of course he does. Vladimir folds. Good job. Vladimir is playing this hand great. Pots, 580K. Okay. Rivers, the deuce of diamonds, pairing the deuce. I want to just say something. Please. I promised the listeners in the opening that this river play would change their life, that they would transform. That's on you, buddy. They would terraform their own textures. You know what I'm saying? So, like... (laughs) They would terraform their own textures. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terraform their own textures. So, like, I'm just saying, we better really... This this better be one hell of a river play. I don't know what happens. Like, it better be amazing, though, since I promised, you know, great stuff. No, I do know what happens, and it's going to be fun. You should have not it's promised a, that. It's a wild ride. Strap in. Strap okay. on. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah, you say strap on. <laughs> okay, so 580K in the yes, box. Yes, yes. 
six of diamonds, ten of diamonds, deuce of clubs, four of hearts, deuce of diamonds. Okay. So the front door flush came in, and the deuce, which was on the flop, paired. Yeah. I think is this is going to be worth talking about as far as what are the intentions of Maxim here. Okay. I actually didn't write the amount that he bet. That feels he, like really important. To he know. did bet, but it's a very small amount. I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God. You, it says 75K here. but is I, that, just, I just changed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 75. He bet 75,000. So he originally raised to 120, got called in two places. Yeah. Bet 65 on the turn. Now bet 75 on the river with ace, queen, high. It feels like he's trying to get called. This is exactly what I was thinking. I, I'm like, sure, he's trying to get called by a worse ace high. Yeah, because like... If you're trying to fold out a pair, you got a bit more than that. You think you could probably pull it off. Like if you bet, like with, with the current ICM situation, you could make the guy just be like, fuck, it's not worth it. If the it. guy is four or five suited, yeah, you could make him fold. Yeah, like you bet, you know, 300K or something, 400K. You just but bet maybe, maybe not Vanoush, who knows? Like he might be super sticky. Maybe. So you bet 75K, A, so that way you can get called by a worse hand, and B, so that way, like you don't have to check call very often like you know what i mean like if you check yeah. and he bets and bluffs you you like now you have to like every time he's barely beating you he gets this you know you like you just eliminate a lot of this stuff by charging yourself very little to get to showdown i don't know if i hate the check call though i mean i think this is just a pure value play it does seem like it is because i i don't hate check calling the, th- the like, thing is if we check and he bets he should be more polarized than ace high himself like why would he bet ace high himself well yeah he if we check, check and back. he bets he doesn't have ace high right so what yeah. does he have I don't know, but usually a bluff, I would think, based on the line. It's just hard to come up with that many bluffs. Hard to come up with value, too. I mean, ace four suited. Something For like value? That. If he bet's really small, I guess. Yeah. No, you're right. It is, it is really tough because it's the deuce of diamonds. So that, like you said, it brings in the flush. Yeah. The board pairs. It does change it a little bit. So anyway, betting super tiny. It's weird because Maxim does look like you can blow me off my hand. It looks like a block. Sorry. It looks just like a blocker bet, right? 75,000 in this spot. Yeah, I like, think it's actually just a pure value bet. Yeah. Instead of a blocker bet. No, no, I'm saying it looks like one. Oh, yeah, it does. So, I mean, it's possible he's been playing with Venusha and recognizes that Venusha is price sensitive and, like, doesn't want to just fold for that price because he feels foolish or something. The thing that's weird is if it's a blocker bet, which, and I'm not saying it is, again, it looks like one, though, that should discourage Venusha from calling with, like, a, a worse ace high, very, like, a lot, right? I don't think Maxim is giving Venusha very much credit here. I think okay. Maxim is trying to price it in such a way that the Venusha type is going to call with a worse ace high. Right, right, right. Fair enough. That is what it looks like. Like, how could you bet 75K and have it be anything I've else? done this before, like, yeah. against players who are Venusha-like, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, do you agree that that's most likely his intention is just pure value? Yeah. I just don't... It just can't be a bluff. Yeah. For 75K. This is not an advisable play against Bryn Kenny or... How can you fold out one pair for 75K? No, he's not bluffing. He's not bluffing. Imagine you're doing that. No, not at all. Not at all bluffing. They're going to think for a while. They're going to hate the fact it's three diamonds. They're going to fucking call. That's what's going to happen. So now you're Venus and you're like, what what the hell? Why did I call the turn? Now you just fold, right? I mean, I haven't liked any of the decisions so far, but folding now seems like a good idea. Of the three options, how do you rank them? Okay. Call is clearly the worst option. Yeah. Clearly. We're just hoping he has queen jack, I guess, if we call. Ugh. My gosh. Does this, yeah, because he, he probably, I guess, king nine suited that he checked the flop. And yeah. Maybe he checked the flop with king. Maybe just giving up on the bad board. Um, but, like, that's all we can beat. Queen, two maybe queen nine suited. Maybe. Okay. But he's going to take some shots with those on the flop. Yeah, you course, would really because, think he would take shots on the flop with yeah, those hands. It's not good enough. Um yeah, and also if he's bluffing with queen nine suited on the river, it's really weird he'd bet bet seventy five k to do it. Yeah, why would he bet so little with these hands? King nine and yeah. So like, 
I think we can eliminate all those. Yeah. So call, that's why calling is clearly wrong. Because he still looks exactly like he has ace high. Ace high or maybe some tiny pair. Maybe he has a pair of threes. It's basically all the same to us, yeah. right? He's marginal value that's beating us. That's yeah. what it feels like for sure. Okay. Then when I say it that way, it makes it feel like, well, maybe we could raise then if it's marginal value that's beating us. Well, raise can't be that bad. That's step one of the thought process, right? Yeah. Is like if you, fi- if you go that far and you figure out, okay, this guy's most likely holdings are like ace high or pocket threes or pocket fives. Feels yeah. like the most likely holdings in his range, mm-hmm. right? I'm losing to all those, but those are not good hands. I don't want to let him get away with this. That's yeah. your first thing. Then you go to the prideful place of I can't let him get away from this. Hey, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then you have to think if you're willing to continue down the path, is it a good idea to try to not let him get away with this? Like, first of all, this kid seems like maybe he's pretty good. Maybe he can figure out some stuff. So should I actually raise? Cause what the hell am I representing if I raise? Well, that is the toughest part of this is the what the hell am I representing? What all we're repping two things here. And I don't know if either one is that great a story. We're repping the checked back flush draw on the flop. Yep. Maybe we're the old guy who does that sometimes, but it's tough. It's a tough. That's you would expect. We're usually that's some tough on. snake oil to sell right there. Yeah. Or we're repping like the ace deuce suited of which there's two combos left. Right. You know, and like, so we have trip deuces with the good kicker and we're like, you it's bet really, 75k. It's really I can raise one you. combo most of the time, even from our perspective as Venus, because we're putting the kid on ace high a lot of the time. Right. right. Okay. That's true. But maybe, although maybe not, because maybe he's got the ace of whatever one of the deuces that's on the board. So it's not, a, it's okay. one and a half combos. Yeah. One and a half combos. Yeah. Okay. So that's all we're repping really. But you could say like, our story maybe doesn't have to be that great if he's got this marginal hand. Like, does he really want to get that involved? We, as long as we can have the flush sometimes, you know, like it's fine. It's tough to have the flush when we have 24 blinds and we have the opportunity to bet on the flop. And like, there are some people who are, who are really scared and conservative in those spots. And because they have 24 blinds, don't bet on the flop. But I don't know if Venus is one of those people. Well, let's, let's stop trying to assign what type of player Venus is and just to like, think about like, what would you would expect most people to do? Right. Right. Like if from from the entire swath of the population of poker players who would be in this spot in the thirty three hundred dollar tournament, how likely is it that he would have bet a flusher on the flop? Pretty likely. Yeah, I would expect. Let me ask you this, though. What the hell are we supposed to have? We called the turn with a guy behind us. What the fuck are we supposed to have that isn't beating ace queen or well, pocket threes? Well, we have like the weaker ace highs, which Maxim was targeting that realized based on the sizing that we have to bluff to win. Okay. Anything else? Hard to come up with anything I else, I guess right? King Jack of Clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's it. And even the weaker ace highs, I guess, I mean, I guess Maxim clearly thinks they're there because he bets 75K on yeah. there. Uh, I mean, that's it, though, right? We called the turn. We're raising the river if we do that. Like, that's pretty powerful stuff. It's not that powerful, though, because the story is fucking bunk. I mean, they have it a lot in these spots, don't they? What? Who? When? Like, this isn't a line that you see that often when they have, especially on this type of runout. It would be different if the deuce of diamonds hit the turn, and yeah. that was the first deuce and the first and the second diamond, right? So they're both back doors, right? That would be a completely second different. Diamond, yes. Yeah. But okay, but but all your stuff is predicated on the fact that you just think people are going to bet their flush draws in this spot when check two on the flop. That's that's this whole because without that. Your house of cards crumbles quickly, correct? Sort of, because I think flush draws are going to raise the turn a buttload of the time when the dude bets 65K. Interesting. 
That's fair. At least I don't know about a buttload in this situation. Over five, half, over half the time. Five left, two short stacks. Super the guy cheap bets to call. Six, if you have super cheap to call in position, I think they're going to call a lot. If you have queen jack of diamonds and the dude bet sixty five into four fifty, and you have no showdown value against his range, I'm going to want to raise. Yeah, but it's not insane to call, and a lot of people will call there, especially with two short stacks. And when it, I, I sometimes in position, I'm like, well, it's so cheap, I can just call. You know, I talk myself into that sometimes. I mean, checking I, think it's always a I, I just think ultimately checking back the flop for Vanush makes it so he does raise. Yeah. I, it makes it so the story is just really bad. It's a terrible story. It's not a great story. Like, I, I, think, I just don't know. I just don't know. If, I feel like you're more sure than I am very yeah. clearly. Yes. That, I like, I, I think there can be more flesh draws than you do. That's all. Yes. You do think that. Yeah. I think we are at odds. Yes. We, we'll, we duel. we'll duel later. Well, we'll, we'll duel and you'll lose. You think so? Overruled. You just did. Sorry. Let me get the fish and see what he says. The fish is dead. <laughs> it's been a while. That's true. <laughs> There's no water anywhere here. It's, it's a problem for the fish. Yeah. No, I mean, I also, it didn't die, by the way, from asphyxiation. I fed it too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it to have I a nice last meal? I wanted to see what would happen. Oh, okay. That's what um, psychotics say, right? Sometimes. Psychopaths, I should say. Not psychotics. Psychopaths. Yeah. I wanted to see what would happen. That's why I killed that person or did that thing. I, I think that's anecdotal, but sure. They uh, do it in the, the TV show Hannibal a lot. That's why. Okay. He's like, why did you do that? And then the person says, I want to see what would happen. He like n- nods like knowingly like, yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, man. Yeah. You ruined it for Hannibal's me. Hannibal's the bad guy. Okay. Let me ask you this then. Okay. Are we in a spot where Jonathan defends the play? Vanush raises to 275K over the 75K. Yeah. Is Jonathan defending the play? I feel like it's a defensible play. All right. This please, is the only- please, without me interrupting, lay out your defense. I won't interrupt. You've already heard my whole defense. I've yeah. already said my but defense. But put it together succinctly without me interrupting because I've, okay. I've been poking holes in it the whole time. Okay. The defense is this. Okay. First of all, I'd just like to say I don't like how we played any street in this except perhaps the river. Every other street I think is bad. But okay. Basically, our opponent does not have a strong hand almost always. It's a, t- it's, a, it's a high pressure situation. He's 19 years old. There may be a lot of money pressure on this kid. We're the old guy, and if we raise the river, unless we have this rep of raising the river a fucking lot, he should respect that most of the time, and he almost never has a very strong hand. Like, that's pretty good. Isn't that pretty good? Isn't that usually going to get through? I think it's going to get through a lot. Like, a lot. It doesn't have to always get through. All right, I think it's time for me to interrupt. Um, I'm done. So I think this has happened on many of our podcasts, and I've never brought it up before. Oh, here but we go. But you, you referenced the old guy. Yeah. I this guy isn't, that. like, epically old or anything. Oh, He's I don't know. maybe 50. I haven't seen what he looks like. You referred to him. At, you, at one point, you called him old, so I assume that meant... I, I'm picturing this, like, 65-year-old gray-haired man oh, no. who's, like, who's, like, a little frail. Is he not anything like that? No. Uh, no. That, that is a little different. He's a 50-year-old guy. All He's, right, like, so. you know, the guys that you see at the local Portland Poker yeah. Club who, you know... Own a, I, I got you. They own a landscaping business. Yeah, I know exactly who those yeah. guys are. Um, so I, like, that is a little different, but still, a raise is still good. Look, when when we raise, admittedly, our story is not good, but sometimes it doesn't matter if your story is bad, right? I don't know, dude. Like, if I'm sitting there with Ace Queen, I am considering calling for sure. Absolutely, I think I would consider calling too. I would really be like, this is not an insta fold because the story is ridiculous. Yes, like. Okay, but that doesn't mean I'm actually winning just because the story seems ridiculous. It just, but the story does like, so he had to, he had to play a flush draw like that, or he had to like turn a set of fours and slow play it. 
I noticed you didn't mention the sizing, by the way. You didn't bring up the sizing, did you? You didn't say how much you raced Yeah, it? I did. Oh. 275, over 75, 580 to start the river. Right. This is a very callable amount. That is true. I think his prop, one of his, one of this, this is not great because what it feels like is he's sizing it based on the size of the bet instead yep. of the size of the pot. Absolutely. And it's like, that's not good. Don't no. do that. Don't ever do that. It's, no. it's very seductive. It's very easy to do that because we're so used to doing it that way. I it, think it's a, di- I feel very differently if he makes it 900K. Very differently. I mean, 900K almost feels like too much. Okay, but it might work anyway. It's gonna, but it's going to work more of the time because it's just like a, it's it's when you're wrong, it sucks a yeah. lot more. Like six fifty. How about yeah, six fifty? I like six. Well, because how much is in the pot coming into the river? Five eighty, and then he yeah. So about you make yeah. like a pot size race. Yeah, seems great. Yeah, it's like figure it out, buddy. And then the kid's probably still going to like smell something. Yeah, it's a terrible like story, it. but it's definitely. If you're sitting there, you're like, is it really worth it? Yeah. Like, can't I just fold and like wait for the next hand? Like, I'm gonna be able to push these guys around all day. These short stacks are everywhere. What's the problem? Now, to give Venus some credit, it's possible that he's thinking, this kid's face up, the kid knows he's face up yeah. as like a strong ace high type of hand. If if he knows I know that, I want him to be able to call this, so I have to make it look like I'm trying to get him to call with that type of hand. So he makes it cheap, right? I don't know if that's fair to give Venus that much lot. credit, but I'm trying to give him some credit because yeah. we've just been shitting all over him. It does look strong when he makes it this small, but every sizing looks strong when you raise the river is what I've sort yeah. of come around to. Like in the old days, you know, because you could say, well, you click it back. Oh, my God. So strong. So callable. But you make it a lot. Oh, my God. So strong. Yeah. You're willing to put so many chips yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. So like whatever. Okay, we can make up anything. Uh, I feel like a normal size raise is, is called for here, like we were saying. That, that just makes more sense. And, like, the guy could, you could also, like, really psychologically explain that of, like, he wants to get value for his fucking hand, you know? Like, he's not thinking about, like, what, do you, what can you call me with? He's yeah. thinking about, like, I have a fucking flush. I'm sure it's good. I'm raising. I sure hope you have something you can call with. The end, you know? Yeah, I think ultimately, though, the story is just too shitty, no matter what the size is. But I think the size is a big problem on top of it. Yeah. And that might be why Maxim calls. Maxim calls. Which is cool. Good job, kid. I mean, you make it sound like it's kind of elementary, at least right now. I'm not saying you actually think it's an elementary call. But like, sort of like, cause maybe because you're just disagreeing with my, my defense of, maybe. of Venusia. You seem to be too in, in love with this river race. I think, I think you, it's pretty great. I think you need to take it out in a few more dates before you decide if you're in love with it. No, no, no. I, I, I'm ready to go here. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. You just saw a movie. You didn't talk most of the time. Like, how do you know? Like, so when you, you know, you, got, you know. You, got, you didn't even get a real dinner. Afterwards, you guys got, like, a, a cup of tea. It was 15 minutes of actual talking. You count it as a three-and-a-half-hour date. It was a long movie. You didn't talk during the movie. See, you, what, what you don't understand is you think conversation is, is the only way data gets... Uh, transferred, but sitting next to someone, data is being transferred. You constantly. told me you guys were in different rows. Yeah, but you know, I sat next to other people and got lots of data oh, okay. from them. Uh, the other thing is this: <laughs> <laughs> you don't need like all this stuff is just a decision, right? Like I could spend a lot of time with someone, feel connected to them, but really, I just decide if I'm going to be with them or not. I can decide this based on the 15 minutes of talking. I'm good, bruh. Like, I decide one way or the other, and I'm done. Like, I don't need this, this long, arduous courting process like Andy Dwyer and Angela. You know, or not Andy Dwyer, but Andy, from the, Andy Bernard and Angela. Um, Andy Dwyer was with, from a different show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I don't need that. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who, like, knows. <laughs> so you love this river race. I love this river race. <laughs> And I always loved it. Okay. From the second I saw it. 
But really though? I think it's I actually I think if it was sized differently, I would I would really love it. Um does the love size, is strong. Does the sizing I would, I like make it. you dislike it? Or do you still like it? I still think it's gonna get through enough that it's probably fine. Um I really do. I think it's like there's not like there's six hundred and fifty five thousand and he he raises to two seventy five. Yeah. So he's risking two seventy five to win six fifty five. It has to work less than one third of the time. It's gonna work more than that. It just is. River raises are going to work more than that. People never raise the fucking river. I don't know if that's true. Like, we don't know enough about either of these players to know. Of course. This, but like, a strong ace high against this line feels like something that you have to call with a lot more than you're, you're kind of... I disagree. I, th- I feel like you're... Maybe, and I, I, I hate to say this because it's a little unfair, but I'm going to say it anyway because here we are. Good. I worry that you're a little blinded by knowing what the hands are here. But like, even the, like knowing... Knowing that the guy is bluffing is really different, but like most of the time, when like remember how we talked about um, our friend Mitch when he won the monster step? Yeah. So he he raised the river once, and the guy insta called him with top pair and lost because of course yeah. Mitch is never raising it. And you and I, I've said many times, I think you've said it too on this show. Um, that's literally the only river raise at the entire final table. Like, of course you fold the fucking top pair when you get. Raised I mean, there's also a different scenario. The runout was different. The story made sense. It was everything was different. Everything was different, but the point is, a lot of times it doesn't actually matter about the rest of it because people almost never raise the river without having it, right? I, How often do people raise the river and don't have it, would you guess? It's getting more common, I would say. Among elite players. I don't know. Among I, elite players, yes, but among non-elite players? I don't, like, it's possible that it's pretty frequent against this sizing. When the dude bet 65 and 75K? When you say pretty frequent, give me a number. I don't know. Maybe Venusia's a fuck you player. Maybe it's pretty frequent for him. Maybe... For the average person, it's like 15 to 20%, maybe. Okay. And let's say, what do you think a fuck you player, a pretty common player like Venusia? And we're just guessing here. Like 60 to 70%. 60 to 70. Okay. Um, so so 60 to 70% 60 of the time, it would be a bluff, and the other 30 to 40% of the time, it would no, be... No, the other times, it would be folds, mostly. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, because it, well, it couldn't be value with this hand. Yeah. Right. So, no, but I'm trying to say, when he raises the river, how often is it a bluff versus not? I guess... I think How it's, do we know that? I think it's really, know that? really often that's, that's a, a what bluff. we're discussing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess I feel like especially non elite pros, like raising the river, they just don't have bluffs that often. And so like, there's different types of non elite players and like I, there's, there's the hyper aggressive types. There's the, there's the types who won't allow their pride to be injured by the size of the bets, which mm-hmm. might be what's going on with Venus here. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. You're right. And there's like certain guys where I like, I bet the river and I'm like, I just going to have to call if he raises with this pretty shitty hand. Um, cause it's who he is. Yeah. But like, I don't know enough about Venus to say that. Like with this, the only piece of data I have on him in terms of his river raising thing is this hand. Now this is the only hand we know about him. So it's not, we have no sample size. We have a sample size of one. It's not useful in either, in any direction. Right? Like if, if he raises the river a lot, this would feel like a, not a great play. Like, this feels like a bad play if he's raising the river a lot, right? I don't think it's a good play simply because of the timing of it based on the way the hand played out. Mm-hmm. It just feels like this. it's tough for me to get past how bad the story is. I can't look at the river raise in the vacuum and just look yeah. at the poker world and say river raises are uncommon. I have to fold to it. I have to, like, I can't get past how terrible this story is unless Venus is this guy with, like, incredible nuance to his game, which I'm not giving him credit for right now. <laughs> Probably not. Like probably not a deuce is very unlikely because of preflop. He just called preflop. Like you said, it's just ace deuce suited. It seems like that's true. And he's probably going to bet that at least a fair amount of time on the flop. Sometimes. Yeah. 
So we have up to one combo of Ace-2 suited. And every, every value story, it's weird that he checked the flop. Yes, and, and that's a huge problem. Okay, but it's not impossible that he checked the flop. It's just weird. It's really easy as Maxim, if you don't give Venus credit for being a good player, to sit there and think, I bet 65K on the turn and 75K on the river, and the dude is pissed yeah. that I bet that small. Trust me, I've been there. I've played against these types of players a lot yeah. more than you have, Levy. That's true. In you tournaments have. especially. Yeah. They don't like it when you bet small. <laughs> they feel <laughs> offended by it. Yeah. Like, it is also, actually, one of the things that, to your point, it's also a cheaper bluff for him to raise to only 275, like, and still think maybe he can get it through, right? Because yeah. you bet 75. If you bet... 300. Now, of course, you wouldn't bet 300 with ace queen very often, no. probably. But you'd although be trying get, to get him, you get, you'd be trying to get him to fold a pair if you bet or, 300. Or if you think actually he's super sticky and crazy, a crazy calling station, maybe yeah. you are trying to get called by ace high. That right? would be but pretty elite, but yeah. That would be incredible, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so actually in that way, I can see how this induces a little bit more, not just because of the fuck you part of it, because it's also cheaper to bluff than it would be if we bet a more normal, even, yeah. even if we bet 150. Instead of 75. Now the, now the bluff is like 500 instead of 275 or 450 or something, you know? Now, I'm not saying Venusha is this guy, but let's just for a second, let's, okay. do, let's do an exercise. I'm ready. This is going to be tough for you because it's been a long time and your poker life has changed a lot and your skill level has changed a lot. But try to put yourself back in the underground New York 1-2 game. Okay. The mindset that Jonathan Levy had at that time. I remember it. And let's say you called the turn with King Jack of Clubs on this board. <laughs> okay. Because you're like, it's such a small bet. I can't let this guy just win the pot for this amount because I'm a bad player. I'm Fine. new at the game. Let's just say I got there. And then the guy bets $75 into five, $580 on the river, and you're sitting there with King Jack High. What is your thought process back then? One, two, Jonathan Levy in the New York Underground. Um, I would assume I was beat, and I would reluctantly fold. That was okay. my thought process back then. Okay. Like very, I would ne- it would not really occur to me very often to try and get, steal the pot All with right. the raise. But I'm not saying I was a normal player. I wasn't like I was a successful one, two player, even back then. Like I was winning. I was doing good. You know, I'm trying to think to back when I started playing poker and I was like not recording how well I was doing. I was probably losing like before things really started going well for me. Yeah, I would probably react slightly emotionally to this back back then. Not not like extremely emotional or anything, but like I can't fucking let this guy like he bet 65 on the turn. I fuck you. I call the river. You bet yeah. 75. No, I have to raise. I have to raise. Fuck this kid. Like, I mean, I feel that way now sometimes, but I didn't feel that way back then. Now I'm like, like I get super annoyed at these tiny, tiny, tiny okay. bets sometimes, you know, like I just like stare at them. Like, come on. Cause I'm, cause usually, cause I feel like I have to fall to them, you know, yeah. and I like really hate that. Cause I feel so stupid, you know? Yeah, exactly. So there, there it is. I captured it. You feel so stupid. Yeah. Like you're letting the kid fucking make a fool of you. Yeah. But, right. But the usually, way out of that is to raise. Yeah. And that usually works. Not this time. Okay. But your point was like somehow like this is a bad play, but I'm saying like, I think it usually works. So like, what's the problem? I don't think it works on this run out. I mean, I just, against a thinking player. I just don't see it working. I swear to you, yeah. if, if I am profiling Venush based on how he looks and how he handles the chips and shit, I am calling with ace high. If I am maxim two. I swear to you. I, I will say this personally. I will cons- I would certainly would consider calling because the story is bad, but I would need a lot more information than just this hand to, to, to feel like it's a good call personally. I mean, the, along with this, the commentator mentioned how Venus plays a lot of hands, right? Right. So that kind of adds a little bit of like spew to his game in my head. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we don't know, we don't know what direction he's spewing. You know, like some people are, are passive spewy. Right? Yeah. And some people are like, doing this and if he's doing this to any degree i can suddenly get really back on board with what you're talking about but if i don't see this kind of behavior where i can at least think like there's a there's a reasonable chance he's he doesn't have it a lot with, with all these fucking plays 
then I'd be much more open to calling because I'd be like, I bet 75 he raised. Of course, he's going to like raise sometimes, you know. What did uh, the kid say to Phil Hellmuth that time? I block bet. Oh, I have to call. Maxim, Maximo? Max, Maximilian? Maximilian? I don't yeah. know. Something like that. Hernandez? Fernandez? Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, he, he was good. Yeah. It turned out he was actually really good at playing yeah. the pokers. But yeah, I block bet you raise. I have to call. That's what he said. Yeah. And he was right. So that would be different if I felt like the guy had any kind of spewiness to him. But I would have to know that. I'm personally. guessing that he does because Maxim calls pretty fast, yeah. by the way. Uh, Maxim probably, as he bet 75, thought like, there's a few ways this works out for yeah. me, right? Like one way is he calls with the worst hand and other ways he raises with the worst hand and I don't Like fold. the kid doesn't really even think about it. He's like, oh yeah, I call. Well, that, like, means, that means this guy's spewy yeah. and, does, and is raising the river or making raises and turns over crap like too much of the time, clearly. And then it's, this is all completely elementary. Right. I sh- like even if... Even, like if we're giving, even if we're giving Venus credit, I just still don't like it because this, it's not a good time. I understand that river raises are powerful, but this is not a good time for it. The story is too bad. The story is not great at all. The story is very poor. Well, Unless we sometimes are checking back flush draws. Yeah, but it just feels like most players aren't. Yeah. Well, especially when each pot is so valuable at this stage. You know? I agree. I agree. Ultimately, this, uh, this is part of Venusha's downfall. He ends up finishing behind the 14 and 10 blind stack. He gets fifth place for 43K. And uh, the kid, the 19-year-old kid, gets to win first. Maxim. 161K. That's pretty nice for a 19-year-old kid. That is pretty great for a 19-year-old kid. It's nice for anybody, but, you know, oh, yeah, if true. you're 19, it's... No, no, you're right. It's nice for anybody. <laughs> yes. I think we're done. Yeah. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.